Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, you had to be there, the crappy quiz, and a slight tangent. Does that count? <laughs> Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. Welcome back. It is Thursday's Off the Ball. Nathan with you this evening. Big life decisions coming away live on Off the Ball over the next few minutes because I'm joined in studio by Ty Leader and Ross Bulger. How are you keeping, lads? Very good. Thanks good for having us. Uh, so, Tig, uh, you've been with us many times before. People who recognise you were a former rugby player with Connacht. You switched your attention to American football, attempted to become a place kicker in the NFL around about 2020, and in the last couple of years have had the Leader Kicker program where you've been trying to help Irish athletes apply for scholarships in and around American football. And Ross is one of your protégés. He's been the star pupil. And you've got a big decision that you're going to announce to the world, to your family? Yeah. Does, does that, do your family know yet? Along my family. Your family knows. God yeah. damn it, I thought, I thought it might even be a surprise today. Because <laughs> uh, you were going. You've got yourself uh, the scholarship. You are heading to America and you're going to go to either Idaho State or Boston College and you're going to reveal exactly where you're going in just a few minutes. But hold your horses. We've got to build the tension over the next little while. Uh, Ty, talk us through this then because we had a road show out in was it Vincent's last, mm. the end of last summer and we had a couple of uh, superstar Gaelic footballers yeah. up taking their chances and you were trying to recruit around then. This was around the college football classic and get people interested who may not have thought of uh, American football, the NFL, an American lifestyle as a possibility for them. What's happened since then? Yeah, that was actually our first ever event now that I think of it. So, um, yeah, you've been there since the start. But yeah, basically, since then, it's just been about creating awareness of like how realistic it is for a Gaelic football soccer soccer player, rugby player to use our natural kicking ability, and how you can turn that into scholarships in America, playing college football and college football. I equate it to being like in like the Premier League because some some of the the resources, you know, the crowds, the stadiums, just the whole ambience around it, it's, it's mega. Like we we don't really have that, and that compares to it. So the last couple of months, I've just been trying to create awareness of what college football is how Irish lads can get involved and then just traveling around the country probably coached maybe like 150 people now at this stage to try to figure out who who has the ability and then this fella has uh, stuck his hand up time and time again so yeah that's kind of the short version of that so what type of people have been applying oh it's been probably 80% gated footballers I thought I get given my background on rugby I thought I'd get a bit more rugby players but um, they're mostly gated footballers and then kind of varying from 16 years of age to maybe like 23, 24. But there is no age limit. The good thing about college football is, you know, because lads go over there at 30 and play college football. The only kind of, the only rule is that if you've entered, if you have never gone to college, you can play college football because your NCAA eligibility is what determines that. So, uh, but yeah, that's been probably the, the target market, 17 to 23. But like, I'm happy to expand if someone someone can bang a ball and they're keen to give it a go. And you're, when you're whittling it down to a short list, what's the criteria? What are you looking for from the applicants? Outliers. Like we have to be outliers because an outliers means that we, we can just kick it, kick it a bit further get it up off the ground quicker so get elevation quicker and then just in terms of punting your, your distances have to be bigger because it's been a tough sell to get Irish lads who have never played the sport into Division 1 college programmes let alone on scholarships like college football is really competitive Division 1 is ridiculously competitive and then they're limited on scholarships and it's a big decision to give something that could be worth a couple hundred thousand US dollars so uh, for me I've had to find outliers because so I have to go to a college coach and say like this lad is phenomenally good and I've only done it with two players so far 
um, and both of them have walked away with D1 scholarships from our trip last week. So yeah, it's it's not easy. Like I need to be I need to be very selective because I need to make sure whoever goes is going to you know do a great job of representing Ireland really. So uh, yeah, that's that's how we've done it. How many Irish players have played Division One college football? Good question. Not many. Um, only one or two come so up. So there's no the never really been a path to it before this. Never been a, a fella born in Ireland, raised in Ireland, and trained in Ireland. This is the first lad because the guys born in Ireland who've moved abroad to do this to get trained, whatever. No one's been introduced to the sport and trained in Ireland, so he's he's the first and the first of many. So why'd you choose him? Is ginger hair. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you went and chose the most Irish-looking lad possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that it? <laughs> Very marketable. <laughs> That's. I wasn't a great player, but I met some inroads in the US just yeah. with ginger head. So I thought, you know what, we're onto something here. But no, no, when you walked in, I thought you were twins. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did he got? Uh, literally the first session I did in Sport Ireland um, back in September. Um, him, he rocked up. Only four people came. And uh, he rocked up, and like we're just kicking a ball seven yards into a net, just you know, get a football pitch, and instantly just stood out the power and the height that he get in the ball over seven yards. This is we're just warming up, and straight away I was like, well, that's that's not normal. And then as we got back, you know, to distances, he was getting beyond fifty yards um, off the bat. So it, it was a really easy decision. Like again, outliers. When you see an outlier, you can tell this lad, you know, this lad has something different to everyone else. So thankfully, um, we found him early, and he's. Uh, been been unreal ever since. What's your background, Ross? Um, well, I've loved sports my whole life. They're a small bit in the middle. Yeah. Here, yeah. Um, loved sports my whole life. I've been playing Gaelic football since I was five. Um, picked up rugby as well through when I was eleven or twelve. Uh, played that till I was seventeen until Gaelic football got a bit serious around my minor year. Um, I would have played in my ho- home county underage the whole way up. Um, had a stint with the seniors in 2020 and then with the under 20s in 2021 as well I would have played um, and then yeah I've always been into American football um, then when Tyke started up his uh, kick in, in September I knew I had to give it a go just because I loved the sport so much and I knew the seriousness of um, college football as well and how big a deal it was um, and yeah since September it just took off really uh, he describes as an outlier there that the unique skill set that you need you were probably a good way down the track did you know you were did you suspect this was something you'd be good at no that's the reason I went I went to see if I was any good at it I knew like I knew very little about the kicking side of it I just knew the way they'd walk up to the ball really from watching it so I just went really to see if I was any good at it because sitting on the couch every Sunday evening watching the NFL, I, that's what I was thinking. Could I could I kick the ball like these lads that are making money from it and having unreal experiences? And uh, yeah, thankfully, Tyg let me know after the first session. I got a phone call after it saying like this this is really good. Like you could you could actually go to America. What happens then? Um, just been training flat out since that first session uh, meeting every week two and three times a week early mornings you know working around both of our schedules um, Zoom calls then traction came in from coaches doing Zoom calls with them a uh, lot of paperwork as well um, and then in January I went out to Division 2 college and had a trial there at Pace University in New York that went well I got an offer there but 
we both knew that I could hold out for a better offer from Division One colleges, and thankfully we did. And then, yeah, the trip went unbelievably well last week. Uh, Ty, how do you go about selling a young Irish player to a Division One college when there is no track record of Irish players coming along, and you're probably trying to explain? Gaelic football to them and the way you kick a ball in Gaelic football and how actually the skill set might be somewhat transferable that was definitely by far the hardest bit is to convince them of of the ability and, and how it transfers so I mean yeah you know we're, we're sending clips of him playing Gaelic football we're showing he's an athlete we're showing that you know if he punts the ball for example and there's a return that he can make a tackle because he's you know used to playing rugby and Gaelic football so he's physical so you're trying to lean into to all those things just to create any angle because they're all sceptical um, up until seven, eight days ago were, like, every American coach was quite sceptical until they got to see him in the flesh and see what he does but uh, that was that was the hardest piece that was the hardest piece is to try and, try and convince them and yeah because you know they're always sceptical of the the footage you know he's kicking on a rugby pitch for example and they're like well how far is that actually and how wide are those goals actually you know they're asking all these questions I'm just like look it's the rugby pitch is 55 meters is the halfway line for, or excuse me yards we kick everything in yards but to get um that that was hard but thankfully once he once he got over there last week and we went to some camps um that shut everyone up and then that turned from us being desperate to find an offer to an influx of offers right and from the conversations you've had what is it that they've seen that they like um those camps are like so they call them like last man standing so it's almost like a penalty shootout type thing you you know everyone starts at like 20 yards and they zigzag back until you know you're the, la- you're the last one standing he did two competitions two big D1 colleges and won them both so like A just the, the bottle basically to, to handle it it's, pr- it's pressurised because you're kicking for something that's worth <laughs> a lot of money um, these scholarships so I mean that stood out to them and then just the more that this, when the stakes got higher like he started hitting cleaner balls because they, 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 elevation's key unless you kick a ball up you have seven yards to get it up if you don't get it up it's blocked and then obviously second thing is the accuracy um, so they're, they're judging how quick you get it up they're judging the rotation on the ball they're looking at all these things for like very because you know, these guys are professional coaches they make a bad decision they could be literally fired college coaches it's a ruthless enough gig so um, they're quite difficult and like they, they have high standards but um, yeah once they saw him in the flesh last week that, that that's made life much easier and the cool thing is it's made life much easier for the next crop the next crop of Irish lads that are going to come on the back of what, what he the foundation he led over there last week so all this has happened incredibly quickly <laughs> uh, if it's only last week and you're down to two colleges Idaho State and Boston College before you tell us where you're going to go what's the expectation are you dreaming of the NFL are you thinking this is you know your path to the big time and in 10 years time you're earning 5 million a year or are you thinking this is a life opportunity to go live in America get an education and everything else is a bonus yeah well uh, last September this was the dream so I'm already living the dream I've got my scholarship to a division 1 college so I'm just taking it day by day really to be honest Obviously, everyone wants to go to the NFL and make pre- professionally and all, but I know even if that doesn't work out, uh, I can turn around after two years and say uh, I've made history and I've done something that I never thought was possible for myself. Like living in America for two years will just and playing college football at that level is 
just going to be an un- unbelievable experience and anything that happens after that will be the cherry on top uh, Tig Idaho State Boston College for anyone who's not aware of Division 1 college football what level are these two at? Yeah um, <clears throat> yeah. there's levels, levels of college football and um, BC Boston College would be a higher level programme you know, like I think the big 50,000 seater they took us on a tour there the last day they set it out for every game um, facilities are you know I've you know, been in the Viva, been in Crow Park, all that kind of stuff. Not even comparable. It's it's actually hard to fathom just like how much these, how far these colleges can go in terms of resources. Um, so BC would be a bigger program, and then Idaho State is um, be a kind of mid-tier Division One program, but um, has a, has a lot of positives as well. But you're still playing in front of ten thousand there, and that's you know it's a small it's, it's a you know smaller end maybe in terms of D one, but you know you're not getting 10,000 at the sports ground every week or whatever so like it's it's still you know college sports is a it's a, it's a mega it's mega business but then the experience of it I think is um, would be truly life changing and this lad I think will make good use of it Well hello to all our new viewers from Boston College from Idaho State uh, tuning in this <laughs> evening Come on let's get to it you brought the hat so you're going to put yeah. the hat on this is you the big the- unveiling this is the decision <laughs> should have had music Arthur in the background <laughs> confetti everything we're not used to this hey, There he is I'm going to say that's an Idaho State hat Yeah <laughs> Congratulations. Good guess. Thanks very much. <laughs> uh, why, why Idaho? Uh, we just, we loved it from the second, before we even left, uh, the Idaho State Special Teams Coordinator, he actually came to Dublin to see me, Unheard to watch of. me kick, yeah. So from the get-go, we knew they were very interested. Um, and he was very nice. We chatted for about two hours before I even went and kicked. I know we met at Hoth and in a coffee shop and we just got along really well. And he was just telling me about the environment there and the attitude of the coach and staff. And then when I met the uh, head coach when we visited the campus, he was very sound. Um, he um, he was just saying that he's coached in Europe before. Uh, he knows what it's like moving away from home and stuff like that. And he 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 said that he'll do the best to take care of me as well. Like obviously moving overseas by myself. But uh, there was other factors as well. Um, they're taking me as a punter and a kicker, which means I can excel in both, which, like some other colleges were saying, oh, we only want you as a punter or a kicker. Um, also, they're, they have an indoor stadium, which is ideal for kicking at a really high elevation, which means my kicks will be going higher and further than on an average day in an average stadium. So we just thought it was the best fit based on those and I found a course I really liked in sports management and coaching and me and Ty have already discussed the possibility of coming back and um, coaching with him in the future as well so that's why I think it's a great fit. You've been to Idaho then? Yeah. Nice place? Yeah, there's lots to do. It's about uh, two hours away from Yellowstone National Park. It's not your average American place. Uh, fishing, hunting, all that is common there. So it's definitely going to be an experience. Just like Leash. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, it's the Leash of America. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. So that you'll be basically leaving us to decide whether you're going to be a punter or a kicker. When do they expect you to make that final decision? Well, that's the thing. They're, throughout the season, they basically said I can do both. Um, and then after that, after maybe the first year, I can look at my stats, see which I'm doing better in. But... As long as I or I'll do both for as long as I can, and then when if the day comes, I have to make a decision. I'll just look back and see which one I'm doing better in, which 
leaves me with the best opportunity for the future. I'm sure you've analysed your kicking technique to death over yeah. the last six months. Can you talk us through <coughs> the, your technique as a Gaelic footballer kicking a free off the ground to what your technique is now? Yeah, um, so every session me and Tyke camera, roll, camera rolls get filled with just videos and videos of me kicking the ball. Uh, I think your storage is full it's from so it. Um, but it's really all about the ball contact with the American football. It's a smaller ball, it's a smaller sweet spot, um, which means it can easily go wrong. Um, the first thing you have to get used to is your steps up to the ball. In kind of Gaelic football and rugby, you can take whatever steps you want. Everyone's different, but for this, they look for three steps back and two to the side and anything else like they'd be questioning. So that was the first adjustment. And then after that, yeah, it's about ball contact, looking where you struck the ball, uh, not slicing it. Whenever there's a bad ball, which is a rare occasion, but uh, happens. You, yeah, you're you're looking back on the video. Where did you hit that? Did you feel it on this part of your foot or that part of your foot? Stuff like that. So yeah, there's a heavy analysis of it then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, where? do you go then from here now that you've had a breakthrough you said you have a second player as well who's yeah. in negotiations <laughs> yeah a uh, former Cavan footballer Ronan Patterson yeah he's heading off to um, Monmouth, New Jer- Monmouth College University in New Jersey as a punter and um, now the next thing like the, on the back of his performance you know we had multiple programs interested so no, no I'm telling them look your Ross isn't coming but the, the obvious question is like well who else you got and right now uh, my focus was Ross and Ronan just because I needed to get two people start to finish show show the path show it's realistic um, I have around 400 people in my emails right now I've a load of messages on social media from people that want to give this a, give this a crack so where do I go next it's about touring the country and finding the next Ross finding the next Ronan and I hope year on year now as I mentioned earlier I handed in my notice today at my, my day job so uh you're all in on this. I'm all in no on pressure, this. Ross. No, no, no. He, he's done it. No, he, he's 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 done his end of the bargain. Um, but no, the, the potential for this is, is mega. Like it, it, it just it is. And we last week been over in the US, meeting all the coaches, seeing their reaction to to Ross. And I know there's more lads out there like Ross that like this is it's you know it's a life changing athletic and academic opportunity. So now it's just about you know maybe next year I might have ten lads. Maybe next year you know just keep building on that. But. Uh, I need to go looking. I need to go finding lads and scouting, as the Americans would say. Yeah, uh, Irish kickers might be the money ball of the NFL. It turns out. Have they looked? Do they generally look outside their regular paths for kickers? No. <laughs> so that's that's been that's been the hard bit. No, they don't. My experience that in my own career mm. when I went moved over to the sport, that was my biggest struggle. Was I'd be talking to NFL scouts and they say, "Yeah, we love your kicking, but like, where are your college stats?" And I'd be like, "Oh, well, I was, you know, I was playing professional rugby around the world." So that's why I wasn't in college, but they're kind of, uh, you know, it, it's tough. So going to college to make it to the pros, you, really, you know, college is a testing ground that it all happens. Um, so, yeah, they, they're they quite traditional, a lot of the American coaches, but kicking and punting is definitely a position where there's a bit more opportunity, I'd say, but you need to play in college. So that's the plan now. You know, there's going to be a pathway, Irish lads introduced to the game, trained in Ireland, and then they go over to college and then that's the plan that was the end goal get to college because college football D1 mm-hmm. is mega but if you do perform and you take care of business yeah maybe there is a chance you go pro but I'm not trying to push that one because I think it's the odds of that are not high but playing D1 college football is a mega <coughs> mega achievement so that's that's what I think I can help people do 
you've obviously watched any amount of video from Irish Gaelic footballers and rugby players kicking a ball in general what's their technique like uh, it's we swing different see in, in rugby and foot, we get a football we swing and we get our foot, back, foot kicking foot comes back to ground quite quickly because we're on the move you know, it's a pretty dynamic thing whereas the Americans are really really elongated and their foot goes like up to you know almost chest height so it's a total different swing um, so we've been trying to like adapt our swing habits um, just to look more American but uh, yeah as Ross said I mean, as you said that first day with yourselves um, with uh, Sean O'Shea and Shane Walsh you know, we've been kicking with, with them and the biggest struggle is the distance from the ball being two and a half steps or three and two so you're two and a half steps from the ball that's by far the biggest struggle you but you get all wrong them lads <laughs> seven or eight steps on approach uh, they figured it out I'm sure so uh, but yeah no it's been class and the reaction's been class so it's, it's um, yeah like onwards and upwards from here yeah so this is your full time gig so is it just kickers kickers and punters right kickers and punters yeah so yeah we, we, we're doing both and when's the next recruitment happening follow as a leader kicking on social media and, you, and they have to approach you are you going around watching matches spotting players in might have certain <laughs> something no not, uh, not yet no there's been huge demand so to be honest I haven't even the whole the whole focus was the last 10 days in America get the lads sorted and figure out the next next piece so um could end up doing that that sounds uh, you know I'd be happy to go watch some matches yeah it'd be sound <laughs> but uh, for now yeah the interest is coming in Orway pretty heavy and as I'm on the back of this and all the stuff these lads are doing um, you know my envision will, will just keep growing uh, so when does the big move happen Ross? Um, about four weeks time uh, they're looking to get me out after the 4th of July break so it'll be I plan to be start training on the 10th of July so I'm looking forward to it Um yeah, July train will be uh, good enough, but then the uh, the August train they said is about eight a.m. to eight p.m. every day, so that'll be full on and class starts August twenty first and rolls into the season. First game is away to San Diego on the third of September, I think. So something to look forward to. Yeah, that'll get yeah, yeah. through those long sessions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and how much of it is the kicking practice? How much of it then is the physical side? As you say, if you're a punter as well you need to be able for the punt returns you need to be able to tackle properly you need yeah. to be strong yeah there's going to be I'm going to be treated the same in, um, in the gym and from a conditioning side as well as the whole team there's nothing changes there I'll be doing the same gym sessions same running um, obviously when they're doing their offence and defence drills I'll be off kicking um, and then I'm in the same meetings as them all really unless we're broken up but yeah, same meetings, so I'll have the same hours in the day as as the whole team. I'm just as involved yeah, as everyone else. You probably won't, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, kickers and punters, we have a bit more time off. All right, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll just, me, just, it's a little bit more. You don't have to learn a big playbook. So no, you need to be like Eric Hansen when he arrived at United and hanging around for an hour after training doing that extra kicking <laughs> practice. So I know, you know you're serious about it. Yeah, when I played my first few games uh, in Dublin, I was it was grand. I was able to eat rolls on the sideline at halftime. <laughs> like it, was, uh, it wasn't too intense, but I feel like over there, that might change a bit anyway well listen Ross uh, thanks a million for coming to the studio thanks for giving us the announcement it is uh, Idaho State Bengals you're going to be heading to the next month we'll keep a very close eye uh, come September as to how it's going and Tig if anybody's listening and they're intrigued and they think you know what maybe I could do that how do they get in touch yeah just reach out to us um, at, at Leader Kicking is the tag on say Instagram and stuff like that we have a website and um, 
yeah, there's a there's a lot of people out there. I mean, Ross thought this was impossible six months ago, and now he's doing it. So, you know, the Irish people are interested. So we're getting unbelievable support from kind of Irish American groups, and we've had amazing sponsors like Delta and Irish American Partnership, just like make this all possible because this wouldn't be possible with it wasn't cheap going to America for ten days, doing eight states in ten days. So, yeah, leaderkicking.com, reach out to us and. Um, if you can kick it I can probably help you alright Ty great stuff Ross very best of luck thanks very much cheers